Welcome to True News 365. Check out truenews365.com for more podcasts, videos, blogs, and commentary from a Christian and biblical worldview perspective. Hey folks, once again, this is uh, True News for... um, Trinity 365, and uh, I wanted to, to uh, zero in on scripture today in uh, John chapter 3. Um, not all of the, the chapter, but certain elements of the chapter that I feel that zeroing in on it will answer uh, many questions um, uh, in theology. Um, I think sometimes instead of um, dealing with doctrines directly, sometimes just by zeroing in on the chapters and reading the passages, a person can be blessed because uh, we know that we're supposed to be reading our scriptures daily, right? And we know that we also experience after many years of reading the same scriptures, we read them over and over and over and over again. And sometimes you get blessed by something that you've been reading for years um, at a time. So in going through the whole New Testament, you may go through the same passage maybe once or twice only. So that is why the more you read, the more blessed you can only become. Okay, some people will understand what I'm talking about concerning that. So if we look at John chapter 3, just a beautiful uh, look at salvation. Okay, from the very top, uh, when Nicodemus comes to Christ in the garden and meets up with him. The question is, why is he coming? They say he comes in during the night. Now, why is that? Is it because Christ is... Um, keeping away from people because he's about to be arrested? Is it because Nicodemus is ashamed to be seen uh, as um, being seen with Christ? Um, that's up in the air. But the question is that he comes and he, he, he talks to him. He's got a concern. He asks him a question and it almost seems like Christ doesn't even answer the question, but almost reads his mind or his heart. He said, now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, I know that you have come from God as a teacher. For no one can do the things, do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, truly, truly, I say unto you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So here he's, he's talking about, it almost sounds like he doubts. Like he says, I'm confused. I see all this stuff that you're doing. I recognize you must be from God because of what you're saying, what you're doing. Then Jesus just hopscotched over that and he kind of reads his mind. He says, look, basically he's got a personal issue in his heart. And Jesus says straight up, you need to be born again. It doesn't mean just because you're the teacher of Israel, you're a big shot teacher and you are the ruler of the law and you know, a scribe and a, and a Pharisees, the leader, that doesn't mean that you have salvation because of that. You got to be born again. Okay. Um, and so he says, how can a man be born when he's old? He cannot enter a second time in his mother's womb and be born, can he? And Jesus said, truly, truly, I say unto you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That relates with what was taught in the Old Testament concerning the promises of when Christ comes and he blesses and his Holy Spirit speaks of, of translation, uh, of, of, of 
of the, the, the new birth can be found also in the, in the, in the Old Testament. And he says, um, that which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit. So he has to break down to him the nature, the spiritual nature, and says that there's, a, there's two different natures. There's an understanding that you have to get here. He says, do not be, be amazed that I said to you, you must be born again. He says, don't sweat that. Don't, don't, be, don't be amazed that I said that. He says, the wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it. But you do not know where it comes from and where it is going. And then he aligns that with the people who are born of the Spirit. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit, he says. Okay, so those people are like the wind. You, exper you experience them. You don't know whether they're coming and going. You experience them. But it is the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay, those people, it's something that has been given to them. Okay, the wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it, but, but do not know where it comes from and where it is going. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Okay. See, so it says, in, if you go back to verse 6, it says, That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Right? That which is born of the Spirit. So it's a new birth. That which is born of the Spirit. Being born of the flesh is a carnal thing. Being born of the Spirit is something totally different. Something totally different. What does it mean to be born of the spirit what spirit the spirit of god so it's the spirit of god that's giving people new birth and they are like the wind you can experience them but you don't know whether they're coming and going you have no control over them okay so and the per and 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 the person uh the that's and the, and the per like nicodemus when he's first coming to Christ, he's ba he's basically saying, "You have control over your 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 nature here on earth, right? You have become a, you're a Pharisee. You are a student of the Scriptures, right? A ruler of the Scriptures in this in that existence, but there's an existence that you have absolutely no control over, okay?" And that involves the sovereignty of God, the decision of God, the power of God that you cannot touch. It's something that happens to you. And so this taps into this taps into many doctrines, the doctrine of sovereignty, understanding when people say, well, there's free will and blah, blah, blah. I can choose God and I can, I can choose God. I can unchoose God. And the whole thing of one saved, always saved, which has been exploited, which really means God's sovereignty, whether you can walk away or lose your salvation. Understanding the scripture, even just this one, let alone so many others that help us get here, you know, uh, because scripture is multidimensional. Uh, and so just, just zeroing in on this scripture, you see that we're talking God's sovereignty. Okay, there's no sense of power here in the distinction of flesh and spirit. 
and the spirit giving a new life. It there's no mention or no there's no there's nothing that you can point there to a person's decision, a person's intellectuality, a, a deriving a discovery or a of a, 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 a evolution or a self anything from within that someone can trigger. You don't see that there. What you see is the spirit doing what the spirit's gonna do. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I just wanted to bring that out in this brief uh, Bible study minute just to um, focus on that because it is so powerful. Okay? Here is a man who has position, who has theology, who has rulership, has position, who has uh, physical uh, powers, physical understanding even. But Christ had to let him know that no, that's not how it works. You know, it's God that gives you new life. And so, and he told him and he checked him. He said, you're the ruler and you don't know this because this is what had, what this was what had, had been spoken. And I believe it's in Ezekiel. If I'm not mistaken, I apologize. Where it speaks about, I will put a new spirit within you. Okay. That's what he's talking about. Okay, and there'll be a renewal of the heart. And that's also the process and the power of the Holy Spirit that comes unto the person. Okay, and so uh, that answers questions on God's sovereignty. That answers questions when somebody says, well, why do you believe? The first question you can say is, well, there's many reasons why I believe. But the first answer would have to be because God made me believe <laughs> when somebody says questions your faith you tell them honestly I believe there are many reasons that physically came to my decision what I felt was my decision making that impacted what happened at the time but ultimately it's by God's power thanks for listening truenews365.com take care